0: been speaking to me in this verse for uh, several weeks now i uh, in my bible reading i try to read the bible through um, every year and sometimes i get caught up on various scriptures and it it, you know you kind of dig into it and that's okay that's okay but i i bounce around because i like change Sometimes I read it in chronological chronological order, but sometimes I just bounce around to different books. But I came to the point where, okay, what book am i going to read now, and I, it was the book of Job, and I, I, I was reluctant to read it because, you know, there, you've, you've read the book of Job. There's a lot of things that's very difficult to read there of what Job went through. But I began to read it, and the Lord started showing me some things that was even... Uh, that I had not seen before. I know I've read it, but I have not seen it before. But it's found in the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 5. 42 and 5, the very last chapter where everything was beginning to be summed up. Job 42 and 5 says, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. Now this is Job speaking to the Lord. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. Colon. But now mine eye seeth thee. <laughs> but now mine eye seeth thee. There's a lot to be said there. In that verse. Amen. I want to preach to you on this subject. I see you, Lord. Let's lift our hands again and thank the Lord for it. Lord, I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, God, that you have spoken to us as a church body. And God, we are seeing you. We are seeing you. God, I thank you for the power of your word. And the power of worship unto you, God. It refreshes us It lifts us up and honors you. God, we give you praise here today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. You may be seated. I, uh, before I go into the message today, I I just want to relay a few things that I have been feeling, and I think you have been also. We, I personally believe that we're living in the last not necessarily days but the last hours of the coming of the Lord I really feel that and I feel like that the vision that brother TW Barnes which was a prophet that saw the vision of the earthquake cracking and, and the exact same vision that was confirmation of of that vision of what's happening in our in our day today and I I, I, I look at all of these things begin to accumulate and I realize that, that uh, there is a battle that's going on between Israel and uh, the, the, the Hamas and Hezbollah, the, uh, the Islamic militants, and there's a lot of battle that's going on, and, and our world is in a very, very uh, difficult place, but I really believe with all of my heart, and I, and I want to say this too, and I'm not going to say a name, because, you know, I, this is just my thoughts. The Lord didn't speak this to me. But I just kind of feel like that I, well, first of all, I do feel strongly that the Antichrist is alive today. I also feel like I know who it is. <laughs> but I'm not going to say. But, because I might be wrong on that part, but I do feel like that they're alive today. We're living in the end time. And I also believe that the Lord has been speaking to people's hearts and stirring their hearts up to want to get closer to God and want to make changes in their life. I really believe that that is what's happening. And that's the reason why I believe that that people are receiving the Holy Ghost. It's not just here at Landmark, but it's in other churches. People are... Coming and receiving the Holy Ghost and the power of baptism, uh, and and, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ and of course you know the power of repentance. There's such a supernatural experience in that, but I believe that that's the reason why people are drawn to the presence of the Lord because God's speaking to them and He's ministering to them, and He the, the time is short. And the song we sang, a couple of songs we sang, about uh, the wedding garment and putting on the wedding... It, the, the time is coming to a close, and we must be ready. And uh, I do want to say to those that have the Holy Ghost, uh, let's keep it stirred up within us because we need we need the power of the Spirit of the Lord in our lives in this hour. And as Sister Williams said... Uh, you, It's so simple, the scripture in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You have power. Keep that power stirred. Keep it stirred up in your life. Stir up the gift that is within you uh, because we are living in the end time. God's got an open door. There's things that are happening. Souls are being won to the Lord, and we cannot back up from that. We've got to be right on the edge of the power of God in his word, in his church and his spirit walking in the spirit walking in his presence it's it's the hour for the church amen and and as i look at this book of job and come to the very last chapter i i can look at all of the things that job went through um and i and i see that that everything was going great in his life he had all of the wealth that he needed he had a good family, he had uh, uh, storehouses, he had uh, a lot of material things, he had uh, livestock, he had uh, what you could probably look at as one of the most perfect lives. Uh, the thing about Job, not just that he had all of these, these uh, uh, things of wealth, but he also had a faith in God. And when you look at it, in his faith in God, um, I want to say here that that faith had grown to a point where he trusted the Lord even in the darkest hour of his life. We need to walk in faith. We need to live in faith. We need to believe in in the power of God and and trust that God's going to take us through the, the very darkest hours of our life, but yet living for God is not about all just dark hours. It's about victory and light. When you walk into the light of Jesus Christ, it's the light of life in in the Lord. And I thank the Lord for that. But there's some times that, that we go through some dark times and Job went through a very difficult time that I don't know anybody personally that has ever been through what Job has been through. Is there anybody here that has ever been through what Job went through? I mean we had touches and experiences of that in our lives but, but to say we've been through what Job been, has been through I, I, I don't know of anybody to that extent. But still our dark times, our struggle on the journey of life was a very difficult time. It was a very time, uh, very hard time for us to get through. There's things that just kind of kept beating us down, kept attacking us from one thing to the next. Matter of fact, in Job's life, we, we find that he got one report that that this was destroyed. He got another report right after that of another thing that was destroyed and and his family was lost and his his, his livestock was gone and his storehouses were burned up. And all of these things, it just came one after another. And I don't know of anybody that could survive that type of difficulty other than someone that has faith in God. And he had faith in God. He, he had built his faith in the Lord in such a way that, that, uh, that he was able to stand. And he even said the words... Uh, that we have heard many times, though He slay me, yet yet will I trust in Him. I will trust in Him. Only somebody with faith could do something like that or say those kinds of words. Someone that was established in faith and trusted in the Lord no matter what came his way they were going to stand for God and that's what we need as a church body and that's what we need as individuals that no matter what comes our way I remember receiving the Holy Ghost for the first time and I said to the Lord I remember it clearly Lord I'm going to make it to the end I'm not going to quit I'm not going to give up and guess what I'm still here 1977, long time ago, I know for some, before some were even born. But yet, 1977, I received the power of the Holy Ghost in my life. I repented of my sins. I, I gave my life to the Lord. I was baptized in a, in a watery grave. And, and, and I determined in my heart and in my mind, I'm not giving up. That doesn't mean that I have had perfect a perfect walk with god that everything was just great everything would just fit together like a puzzle uh fits together no there's there's a lot of battles that went on there's a lot of victories that happened there was a lot of glorious times there was a lot of joyous times there was some dark dark times that i have been through just like you just like all of us together we we've all been down those roads before haven't we but only those that could say that I have faith and trust in the Lord, though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. And in the hour that we're living in, I know that there are things that we hear that can, can, can get us to the point of simply believing. I, I, I believe the fact that when, when someone brings me a, a chocolate uh, Dr. Pepper cake like Sister Franny did, Yesterday for my birthday, I, I when they say chocolate, all of a sudden when I hear the word chocolate, I also all at once believe that it's going to be great. I, I hear the word and I and I just simply believe. I, I, I believe that uh, you know uh, when my wife says she's going to put uh, supper on the table after I get home from work, I automatically believe it's going to be a tremendous meal because she's a great cook. And that's the reason why I battle sometimes the weight situation, because she is such a good cook. Yes, it's your fault. But how many times have we heard how great something is, and we simply believed it, but then we get in our heart as a human being, I'm determined that I don't just want to hear about it, I want to see it and I want to taste it and I want to experience it because I know that the power of of that that spoken word just brings faith. We, We could hear a word and we could believe it and sometimes there are people that could hear a word and not believe it uh, you know, I know that there's times that you got to search it out. I've got to see it for myself. I've got to understand it for myself. I've got to experience it for myself. It's the same thing with, with God. And it's the same thing with the holy ghost i could describe the power of the holy ghost to you and i can describe how glorious it is and and how that as i have walked with god it it was great when i first received it but it's greater today than it was then because i've grown in the holy ghost i've walked in the holy ghost i've felt the power of god i've seen miracles i've prayed for people and god it wasn't me it was god in me that that healed uh, that person I've seen miracles I've asked God to take care of situations and he's come through I simply believe and you have also you have faith you have faith to believe we've heard the preaching of the word and it builds our faith we've heard the, preach, the teaching of the word and it builds our faith but after all that Job had been through all that he had been through it humbled him to a point that he, that, 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 he was, that he was nothing, and he even said it, that he was nothing in the eyes of God. He felt nothing in the eyes of God. But when he started, he had faith in God. When he ended, he had faith in God. But there was a change in his life. He realized it wasn't about him, that he wasn't great. His, his eyesight upon himself, it wasn't about him, it was about God. After he went through the battles, after he went through the struggles, after he went through the loss, after he went through the the loss of health and and the boils on his body and and trying to find help and his friends were actually not a help to him, but they made him feel even worse than he did before. We when we're in a difficult time, we don't need someone to tear us down. We just need someone to help lift us up. Amen. Now let me hear a resounding amen over that. (laughs) We need a lifting. A lifting in those dark times, those struggles, but but there was a change in Job even though he still had faith he still believed but his faith increased during those very difficult dark times before Job went through the journey of loss he had heard of God he had heard the power of God he had heard about the glory of God he had heard about the magnificence of God amen and uh, he heard about his ways and he believed he had heard it with our, his ears and he believed or he didn't have the opportunity to be able to say, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. His faith had grown through hearing. But Job's experience revealed some things in Romans 8 and 18. It says here also in this scripture For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us so what that scripture says to us is whatever we're going through right now whatever struggle we're going through if we'll just continue to hold on to god and trust him and walk with him and believe in him and keep praying and keep into the word and stand upon the power of the word of god we know one thing for sure that god's going to come through and we could even say that for i reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. So what we're doing right now in the church, where we're at right now, not just landmark, but all of the churches around the world that are teaching the power of the Word of God. There is a power there of truth, amen. And we've been through the battles, and we've been through the struggles, and we've been through the hard times, and there's times we wondered where God was at uh, and we tried to figure out why isn't God answering my prayer how many have been there Amen. we all can raise our hand at some point or another but it doesn't mean that he didn't uh, listen to what we prayed it does not mean that he didn't hear our cry to him but it's through those hard times that God uh, he builds our faith we hear it we hear it we believe it <laughs> But there comes a point after we go through the struggle that we get to a point where our faith grows so strong that we continue to believe in our faithfulness and there is a time that we see God for who he is. Not just hear the word, not just hear it and believe, but we see it with our very own eyes. You know what you're seeing right now in in, in our service last Sunday? You're seeing the glory of God in operation. Amen. You're seeing the power of His promises coming to pass. Now we believed it because we heard. We stood upon the word of faith and the prophetic word because we heard it and we believed it. And our faith... Is continuing on. But now we've come to a point, just like Job, after we've been through the battles, after we've been through the loss, after we've been through the struggle, and we come to a point where we see God in a different light. Our faith takes a different turn. It's not just all about hearing, but now it's about seeing. It's about the glory of God falling upon people's lives that are hungry. (laughs) Amen oh yes we have heard of the power of God through others testimonies we have heard of healing we have heard from of deliverance we've heard of the power of the Holy Ghost flowing out of people's lives and people being touched and when we see him and experience him for ourselves everything changes and what Job was going through he had heard before the struggle came he heard about God he heard about his ways he believed in him he established a faith in God during those times but when God allowed him to go through the struggle and when God allowed him to go through the heartache those times of hearing and believing amen when he got to the other side we can look at the scripture again in the book of Job chapter 42 verse 5 and as he said I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear but now mine eye seeth thee I see your work. I see your power. You know what happened to Job in the very end? God gave him back double what he lost in the beginning. You see, that's what a life of faith does. That's what a life of walking in faith and believing the Lord because I heard the word and I stood upon the word and there's a a day that as we walk in faith that we're going to see it with our own eyes. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to... We're going to experience it. Amen. How many times have we, have we heard those things in the word and, and continued to stand upon it? Amen. God gave Job double what he had before. Or, uh, chapter 42, the last chapter, verse 10, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Verse twelve, going down to verse twelve. So the Lord blessed the latter and end of Job more than his beginning, for he had fourteen thousand sheep and six thousand camels and a thousand yoke of oxen and a thousand she asses, and he he had also seven sons and three daughters. That's what Job received. Now I know that in that day he. You know, you receive a lot of things that we wouldn't receive. I don't know where I would put all those camels. I don't know where I would put all those yoke of oxen. I don't know where I would put all of those things, but I know one thing, that God gives us exactly what we need, but it's a double portion if we walk by faith and stand by faith in Him. I, I tell you what He's given us. He's given us souls. He's given us people that are hungry for God. He's given us people that are hungry and thirsty for a drink from the well of living water. And that's greater than anything that we could ever receive materially. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. Amen. So his life was blessed. And he could say, I seen you, God, and I believed in you by the hearing. But my faith has changed because now I'm seeing it. I've been through the battles. I've been through the struggle, Job said. But now... As I stand in faith, I, 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 I see it with my own eyes. Amen. We're going to see this with our own eyes. Souls coming back to the Lord. We're going to see it with our own eyes. God has an open door right now. Well, keep your eyes open because there's a whole lot more that God wants to do. There comes a point in our lives where we don't just want to hear about God we just don't want to hear just hear about the miracles. We get excited about hearing about miracles. We get excited about what God's doing, but I get to a point and you get to a point where I've got to have a little bit more in my faith. I don't want to just hear about it, God. I want it to happen in my life. I want it to happen in my family. I want it to happen in my soul, in my church, in my city, in my country. Amen, I want it to happen. And I want to see it with my very own eyes. Amen. We could feel just like Job did. I hear it and I heard and I believed. But now I see it different because I see you, God, in a different light. That's what a life of faith does. Amen. A life of faith. You know, Moses, in the Bible, he had seen the miracles of God. But, but he had heard a lot of things about the power of God in his walk. But there was something begin to change in his life. His faith was strong. Moses was. But there came a point where he had such a desire to seek God for himself. He saw his handiwork. He saw his miracles. He saw the wonders. He saw the, the seas open up. He saw water in the desert. He saw all kinds of things. Saw a burning bush. But there came a point in Exodus 33 that he, he said to the Lord, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. I hear and I see what you're doing. But he wanted to go a little deeper because he wanted to see God as he is right there with him. How many want to see God? in your life I want to see God and he said Lord show me thy glory and the Lord said to him I will make all my goodness pass before thee and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy and the Lord said and this is what's so beautiful about Moses' desire to see God personally personally And in verse 21, listen to what the Lord said. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. When your faith gets to that level where it's not just about hearing, but it's about you getting so connected with God that you begin to see him as he is and you see his glory begin to flow. You see his goodness begin to flow. The Lord tied that in. I mentioned it here a few weeks ago, but the Lord tied in that, that, as Moses said, show me your glory. He said, I'll show you my goodness because his goodness is his glory. And as Sister Williams stood up here and was singing about the goodness of the Lord, I was just thinking we're seeking the glory of God in this house. And we've seen the glory of God with our very own eyes as He poured out His Spirit upon lives. And lives were changed. Hearts were touched. You see, in our walk with God, I realized that, 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 that the faith world is different than the physical world. As we have faith, when we have faith, it doesn't mean we can touch it. It doesn't mean we can even see it. But when we have faith, we... We, we, faith is the substance of things hope for the evidence of things that are not seen but when we get to that point of faith where we're not just here and our faith rises but we get to the point where we begin to see God move and we begin to see God fill people with the spirit of the Holy Ghost and we begin to see the powerful miracles of the Lord I tell you what happens we find ourselves right next to the Lord standing on a rock with him Amen. In our faith, we begin to see the goodness of the Lord in our lives. It's it's that point of faith growing to the next level where we not just hear it and believe it, but we see the actions of the Lord because the seeing solidifies your faith in hearing. Your seeing solidifies your faith in hearing. And that's what happened to Job. Job. That's the reason why he could say, I, I hear, I heard you, Lord. I hear and I have faith because of that. But now I see you in a different light. I see you. And Job was stronger in the end through his hearing of faith and then getting to that point where his level of faith went up to the seeing of faith. He began to see God in a different light. He was in a stronger place than he was before. He was on a rock beside the Lord, just like Moses. Amen. Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. If you have the substance before you, if the substance is sitting before you and you can see it, why would you need faith? If the substance is before you, then there's no need for faith. But the Lord wants us to walk through those valleys and those areas so it builds our faith in Him and trust in Him because what we see through the battles that Job went through, we see God in a different light. We begin to trust Him even more because it solidifies our faith in hearing. Amen, amen. There must be faith before you see it. There must be faith in the unknown of just the hope, the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. Notice it's evidence of things that are not seen. But there must be faith before you see it. Thomas gets a lot of attacks, is doubting Thomas in the, in the Bible. But I think if you look at it here, of course Jesus summed it up, what Thomas was actually doing John 20 and 29 it said Jesus saith unto him Thomas because thou hast seen me thou hast believed but the Lord wanted him to understand it starts with hearing he said blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed those that have not seen but yet believed in church we have not seen for a long time some things we've seen a little here a little there but we continue to believe. We we believed because we had faith in the hearing of the promises of the word of God. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And because we have believed even in the times of not seeing, now we see. Now we see. We see who God is. We see what his promises are all about. We see him as he is. Amen. It goes through faith's eye first before the physical eye can see the power of God in demonstration. Before us. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Every time we hear the word of God, it builds our faith if we allow it to. We can say no to it, but if we allow the word of God to do what it wants to do and we accept it and we receive it, it gives us faith to step out in faith and believe God for the miraculous. Amen. Sometimes you're taking steps and I'm taking steps where I don't even know where the, the next steps Gonna go, but I take it. I don't know where it's gonna happen next, but I take it because I trust that the Lord is gonna take care of me. Brother Ayers, you said it today, amen. If it's the if you're in the will of God, if you're on a plane that crashes, you're gonna survive because God's plan is a part of our lives, you see. Amen. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And then Brother Ayers was trying to steal my sermon today as he talked about Saul, in chapter 9 of the book of Acts. And I was saying, go for it, yes. Go for it. Just a confirmation of what God is trying to say to us. Amen. In the book of Acts, chapter 9, talking about hearing, talking about seeing. You see, Saul, which was Paul later, Saul went, breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. And he wanted to destroy them at Damascus. He had letters in his hand to go against the church. And as he was on his way, all of a sudden, the Bible says suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. A light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul. Why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Notice here it says he, he heard a voice. Saul heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? He was blinded by a light. He couldn't see, but he heard. He heard the voice of the Lord saying some things to him. And he said, um, uh, and he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. He didn't see Jesus. He he believed what he heard. And um, he said, I, I, it's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? He, he was believing. He, he was believing because he heard the Lord speak to him. And as he continued to listen to it, and the Lord said unto him, "Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do." He, he had enough faith to believe to do what the voice of Jesus was saying to him. He believed it. It was not about seeing; it was all about hearing. And he heard the voice of the Lord. And matter of fact, the Bible says in verse seven, "And the men that were with him, that journeyed with him, they stood speechless because they also heard a voice, but." Seeing no man. That word of faith, that word that came to them, they simply believed. They didn't see, but they believed. They didn't see a man speaking it. They just simply believed what Jesus was saying, which is something that we must do. When you feel the Lord tugging at your heart and soul, and there's people in this building of recent that have been tugged, the Lord's been tugging on your heart, speaking to you, and Let you know, because we're in a time of the end. God's tugging upon the hearts of his creation. He loves us. He cares about us. And he's tugging on us. He's speaking to us. And the men, they stood speechless because they heard the voice, but they saw no man. And Saul rose from the earth. And when his eyes were opened, he still didn't see. He was blind. He saw no man, it says. Saul was believing by what he could hear. Matter of fact, it says three days he was without sight. Through those three days, he continued to believe in what he heard from the Lord. God's speaking to your heart. God's speaking to your soul. Listen to what he's speaking to you. It might not be an audible voice, but it, he's speaking to you. He's speaking to your heart. He wants you to receive the promises of the word of God, of salvation. He wants you to repent. He wants you to, to receive the glory of his, of his, of his uh, experience of baptism, washing sins away in the name of Jesus, the power of the name of Jesus. And he wants you to receive the Holy Ghost and receive power that the Lord gives us. he, he, he speaking to your heart. But here's Saul, three days without sight, he was going by what he heard and believe by what he heard. And it goes on, as, and he was told that there was a man named Ananias in the city. A matter of fact, the Lord spoke to Ananias also and told him, he said, Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. And there's a word, you've got to speak to him. And it's verse 12 here of chapter 9 says, and hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in. Notice here, Saul still hadn't seen but he saw in a vision his vision of faith that there was a man coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight so that your level of faith rises from just hearing to a point of seeing and so he Ananias went out he was a little reluctant at first he knew the reputation of Saul trying to destroy the church but God spoke to him and he had faith also to trust the Lord and Ananias uh, uh, he went out his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said brother Saul the Lord even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the holy ghost so his level saul's level of faith was going to rise from just hearing to a point where he's going to get his sight back and he's going to see it that's where the church body is today we have believed we've stood upon faith and even in your own life and in your own journey of life you have stood the tests that 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 have been difficult to go through like Job and it seemed like it was endless and it seemed like it had no answers to the questions and it seemed like it was so difficult but I'm here to tell you keep walking in faith by the hearing because you're going to see the glory of God given to you you're going to see the glory of God amen and the Bible says that he received his sight he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. The Bible says it didn't just happen in a slow process. Verse 18 says, and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. And he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. And when God is ready to move in the way that he wants to move like he's doing right now, immediately we're going to see it. We're going to see it. And we have seen it. And we're going to continue to see it because I'm not going to quit here. I'm not going to give up here. I'm going to continue in God because I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to see more of god so saul's faith was increased by hearing the voice of god and after his faith he received his sight and he saw the glory of god and not only in other churches eventually but he saw it in his own life as he repented and he was baptized and his sins washed away and he received the power of the holy ghost in his life and then god used him in a powerful way you And me, we're going to not only just hear and believe, but we're going to see it, and we have seen it, but we're going to see more. So where you're at right now in your life, and I'm speaking this because I believe this is what the Lord wants to speak to you as a church body and you as an individual. You've been going through battles. You've been going through struggles. And to question it, hey, if Job can question it as a man of faith... (laughs) he he questioned it. He didn't know where he was at. He didn't know why all this stuff was happening to him. It was confusion from day one. He didn't understand it because he couldn't even hear the voice of God. But I'm here to tell you today, keep believing on what you hear in the word of the Lord. Keep standing by what you believe and what you hear in the word of God because you're going to see the glory of the Lord come down upon your life and the prayers and the things that you're crying out to you're going to see it. I've been reading, and I've been reading in Brother Hanscom's book about his son. I mentioned a little bit the other day. I think it was Wednesday night about uh, they were praying because his son fell off of a, a roof and hit his head, crushed his skull. He was five years old, and 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 his he was bleeding out of his ears, and and uh, there was fluid from his brain that was coming out of his head, and 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 he was in bad shape. The doctors didn't give any any hope whatsoever. They took him to a hospital. They had no sanitary uh, situation there at all. No clean sheets, nothing. It was just a room with a lot of people gathered around in, a, in beds and family was gathered around and it was not the place you would want to go as far as uh, if, you were, if you were in a situation where you need a clean hospital area. And they prayed for him. They cried out. The church in, in Pakistan was crying out and praying for their son and they had prayer individuals and, and out in front of the hospital they cried out in prayer but there were two ladies that were in other areas didn't really know all the details about anything that was happening to their son and god spoke to them and said i want you to pray for their son and one of the ladies said well i i've got this to do and that to do and this to do and i'll pray for him when i get finished and the voice of the lord said no you pray right now because this boy could die that was the voice of the Lord was speaking so what does that mean yeah God can do anything he can take care of it on its own but he operates through prayer and faith of the people of God he operates so if you ever feel like that God doesn't hear your prayer he hears it he knows it and he's going to operate in that faith that you stand on though he slay me yet will I trust in him that Saul's faith was increased. We all have heard. We all have heard of God and his great works. We've heard of what he can do. We've heard in the Bible that the blinded eyes could be open. I know it's happening on foreign fields. Uh, I have friends that have prayed for people that... Uh, a little, there was a boy, I think it was in... Uh, uh, I think it was in one of the African nations, I can't remember when Brother Billy Cole would go over there. This young boy came up to the altar and he had no pupils. It was just all white. Had no pupils in his eyes. He was born that way. He was born blind. He came up to the, to the altar to be prayed for and they laid hands upon him and God healed that boy and gave him pupils in his eyes and he could see. <laughs> That's God. That's <laughs> God. Oh, that ties in real good because we're talking about seeing the miracle and He saw His own miracle. I'm telling you, today we stand upon the faith of the Word, but we also are going to see and are seeing it right now in our world. We see it happening as God pours His Spirit out upon all flesh. Amen. Now we are seeing Him in revival. Now we're seeing Him in the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Now we're seeing Him in miracles. We've got testimonies in this building today that of God has healed healed people. I believe that we're going to see even more. Amen. Sister Devon, I claim it in the name of Jesus. For you to be healed in the name of Jesus. Because we have heard and we believe. Amen. I believe it I stand upon it. Uh, I trust God in it. Uh, and we haven't seen anything yet from what God wants to do as we stand here today. We haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> it's not about I will believe when I see it. No, I believe because I hear. And then I see it. Uh, and it's here. It's here. That time is here and it's now. It's now. I don't want to just hear about God. (laughs) There's something in my soul and in your soul today that is saying, I don't just want to hear about God. I want to see him as he is. I want to see your works. I want to see you, God. I want to touch you, God. I want to stand on the rock beside you, God, in that so, so firm place. I want to feel your presence. Thomas had heard Jesus resurrected from the grave, but he had something good there. I feel it's where we're at. We're, we're hungry. He, 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 he was not equating it right. He was trying to think that if I see it, I'll believe it. But yet later he was saying that I've heard and I believe that he's risen, but I want to touch him. I, I, if I could give credit to Thomas in any way, I, that's the way I feel. I just don't want to hear about him touching people. I want to touch him myself. I, I want to. I want to step out in faith and I want to feel him myself. I want to experience him myself. I want my prayers to be answered. I want to hear his voice and I want to see him as he is. Thomas wanted to see him. Thomas wanted to touch him. He wanted to put his fingers in the nail scarred hands. Stick his hand in the side where the spear went up into Jesus' side. I want to know Jesus at a higher level. Landmark wants to know Jesus at a higher faith level. And we're seeing it. And we're going to continue to see it as we continue to walk in faith. You have been on this journey You've been on this journey to not just hear about Jesus, but to see him for yourself. And he's here today. I think we need to celebrate our victory today because there's more to come. I want us to come up around this altar today and I want us to just lift our hands. It's just you and God. It's, you, God. it's just you and God. If you believe the word that has been preached today, it's been confirmed. It's been confirmed through the teaching and the preaching. <laughs>